Welcome, everyone, to Launchpad here in Puckburg, a podcast for the daring do bad and good puck tales on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Kyle Sullivan, a.k.a. Shaggy Von Doom, with another episode of Puck Tales. Woo-hoo! The you-know-who on the other end of that stereoscopic woo-hoo is none other than Zag Daniel and Chris Makarowski. Let's see if I got that right. Of Patriots Hockey. How is it going, my friend? What's up? What's going up, guys? How's it going, Chris? Very good. Thanks for asking. And we we have you guys on. We're going to talk, uh, get your puck tales on Patriots hockey and how you guys got affiliated with the game and how you fell in love with the game in, um, in the beginning. So we'll just get right to it. We'll start in order of my Zoom screen. We'll start with Zach. Zach, what about the game of hockey stood out to you and where did your fandom start? Uh, what stood out to me? Uh, it was when I was little how fast the game moved and how exciting it was to watch in person and on TV and uh, the fights. Was there a team that stood out to you? Was there a player? Was it a moment? Um, Luke Robitaille with the LA Kings, my fantastic. favorite player growing up. Fantastic, fantastic. And Chris, what about you? What about the game of hockey stood out to you and where did your fandom start? Um. When I started, I had to pick a sport and try baseball. Didn't pan out. I hated it. So my mom was like, well, you got to play a sport. I played hockey. So I went with that. And like Zach said, the hitting, the fighting, the speed, the the finesse of it all was what got me. And uh, my, my pl- favorite player was uh, two of them, Paul Vibure and Timo. Oh, yeah. So let's see. Would you be a Ducks fan? Would you be? No. A, where is your fandom life? No, no in particular. I, I'm just a fan of hockey. But if I had to root for them, it's more of who's playing against Pittsburgh, Boston, and Chicago. I hear you there. I, um, it's, what led to the, the hatred of those three fan bases and teams? Chicago, because they were in every single winter classic for like three years in a row, and it was boring. Uh, Boston, because Bostonians. And uh, uh, Pittsburgh was, they kept getting, they kept getting all the good trades. And then it was like, come on, man, let someone else get some good trades here. So, well, so you're just a fan of hockey, but not the, uh, the ones that they like to shove down your throat. Bingo. Yep. Okay, I can live with that. I can live with that. Uh, with with all these stories of uh, puck tales, we get three three origins usually. It's either they went to a game when they were young and they fell in love with it at first sight, they saw it on TV, or it was the Mighty Ducks movies. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's usually one of those three things. So that's an interesting start for both of y'all. So you – you, Chris, you decided um, not to play baseball and pursued hockey. Zach, yeah. when, did, when did playing start for you? Uh, when I was a knee-high whippersnapper, 
but my parents really couldn't afford to put me through like travel or club team. So I just played street hockey out in my neighborhood with a couple of neighbor kids. My cousin whenever he would come over and I would just play outside whenever, after I got done with my homework for hours on end. And then, you know, once the street lights came on, it's time to go home. I hear you there. Was it, was it more ball hockey or was it on blades? Uh, roller hockey blades and a tennis ball. I hear you there. And then uh, I got, I took four years off to play football in high school. And then as soon as I got done playing football, I got a job at Raging Waters in Southern California. And with my first check, I bought actual gear. And then I started playing beer league roller hockey and then slowly transitioned to ice hockey about a year year after that. All right. So we got you transitioning from roller and blade hockey to ice hockey. Chris, walk us up to your uh, path of playing hockey practically the same thing um i started playing with uh ball hockey uh, ball and the the cheap uh franklin pucks yeah and then uh, then i evolved into the the black ones with the the white pegs all around it uh again playing out in the streets then getting into actual roller roller hockey we had an outdoor roller hockey rink about a mile and a half from the house so i just skate there and be there until someone came and yelled at me to to get out of there um i i stopped playing for the four years i was in the marine corps from 18 to 22 and then since i got out went to roller hockey did back to roller hockey did that for another two years then uh went straight to ice and i haven't looked back at uh at roller since and see, we've had a couple guests on that have made that same jump from roller to ice and there has been a uh, an attitude of not looking back. What was the biggest thing for both of you? We'll start with Zach. What was the biggest adjustment from roller to ice? Um, stopping and turning is more, you're, you have to be more agile. And then the biggest thing that kept me from not going back to roller was the roller rink that I used to live by. It would get to about 120 degrees inside and it would just be really humid and i just would not want to play 18 year old zach hung over my team would know to bring a trash can out and then i started transition to ice and i was like yeah i'm not doing it. and pretty much same story for you chris was it just getting out of the heat because that's usually that's like 80 percent of the reasons of people not going back to roller is getting off the blacktop well the when we were at the outdoor rank the, the the weather was a major contributor to that but also when I was playing at the indoor rinks, uh, the humidity was just brutal. And yeah, that was, that was the main thing that, and <clears throat> it was, it re- it wasn't getting to be as fun as I remember it being growing up. Then when I switched to ice, then it brought it back. Was it just the prospect of a new challenge with yes. going from blacktop and indoor to ice? Was it just that new challenge? is what really gravitated you to it exactly and okay so we got both of you guys both transitioning into the ice game so where do your paths cross where do we have zach and chris crossing and crisscrossing no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) Um, and where does uh and where does patriots hockey uh begin um patriots hockey began in 2011 in san diego 
by uh, Mar Flor. Um, he started the program. I was still in high school when he started it. And I ran into him when he was doing a charity game with the Ontario Reign, which at the time was an ECHL team. Mm-hmm. And they were doing their charity game. And I, I just walked by the table. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, you know, I'll just start shooting the shit with them. And then he's like, yeah, we're an all veterans program, blah, 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 active duty vets, reservists, doesn't matter. And, and I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you know, if I ever, if I ever enlist, I'm going to do it. And so two years go by, I graduated in 2012. And then I tried to do the whole working thing. I didn't college panned out for me for about an hour and then I quit. And then I was like, yeah, mm, no, this shitty for me. And then, so then got a job, did that. And I was like, yeah, this, this ain't going to pan out either. So I enlisted. And then as soon as I got done out of boot camp, I hit up Patriots and then they brought me out for a skate. And then I, I got listed as a sub for a little bit. And, you know, I'd fill in for charity games or tournaments whenever an emergency would happen. And then uh, that's how I joined the team. And then I think it was like five years ago, six years ago, somewhere in that window, I brought it up to the president at the time. And I was like, hey, I know a good handful of vets that play up here because they were originally in San Diego. Mm-hmm. They, they were in San Diego. I was up north in San Dimas still, San Dimas, California. It's about two hours north. And so... I came up to him and was like, hey, I know a bunch of guys that are vets that could play. They're pretty good. And so what? why not expand to, you know, two hours north of San Diego? And so that's where it started. Chris was one of my first people I recruited, and he eventually turned into one of my assistant captains. And before we go on to Chris's side, Zach, where, uh, what branch did you serve with? I was in the Marines from 2013 to 2019. All right. Before we continue, thank you both for your service. Thanks, I have, man. I have, a bro- I have a brother active duty right now in the Air Force, um, but he's a air conditioning wing of the Air Force, so he's just he's in a chair. So, but uh, I have a lot of respect for everything you guys do, and thank you guys for everything you have done. Yeah, um, thank you. Appreciate it, uh, Chris. So you were part of the two and a half hour away crew. Um, yeah. Tell me about uh, the merging between you and Zach and your affiliation with pa- uh, Patriots hockey. So uh, one day, buddy of mine just called me and said, Hey, do you want to play on this all vet team? I said, uh, sure. Give them, give, give the captain my number and have them call me. About 10 minutes later, I get a call from Zach and I give him my spiel and he goes, all right, well, right now we're out of San Diego. And at the time, I had just been diagnosed with seizures, so I wasn't actually able to drive. Mm-hmm. And driving two and a half hours to San Diego on a weeknight was, back, rephrase that, it's about three, out, three and a half to four hours driving from where I was to San Diego because of traffic. Yeah. So I was like, that's probably not going to pan out for me if you guys move up to Riverside. By, you know, sure, I'll be there. And then he hit me up, said, hey, we're starting a team. Come on out. Wow. Okay. So so did you guys eventually uh, move the team and everything to Riverside? Or how did uh, – um, 
No. So actually right now, Patriots has five teams and we have three teams in San Diego. We have a beginner an advanced and we have like a somewhere in the middle kind of team. We go by, I don't know how it works out there with you, but we go by down in San Diego, they go with numbers. So it's D6, D5 and D4 or D3. And then up here in Riverside, we have two teams and we go by colors up here. So we have a gold team and we have a silver team. Okay. And explain this, the affiliation as a broad, since we have, we have two teams up with you and we have uh, the three, I think you said, or six, there was uh, how explain it as a whole is Patriots hockey, um, a league for active and um, former military. Is it just exclusive that league? Uh, no, it's not a league. So we play in the regular beer leagues in our area. So, but the, just the team is active duty veterans, active duty service members, veterans, or reservists. Okay. And it doesn't matter what branch you were in. doesn't matter how old you are. doesn't matter how good you are. I, we've had guys go from beginners to, you know, barely learning how to skate, coming out to a couple of our practices. And, you know, they keep getting after it and getting after it. And then I've seen them go from the D6 team to the D5 team. And then, you know, they're going to tournaments with us. I mean, it's really cool to see somebody like that, have somebody that has a story like that where they just – they wanted that that sense of, like, camaraderie. camaraderie, something off the ice, something to do when they're not – something to get them out of the barracks instead of, you know, yeah. in their barracks room. Yeah. So get them out of their barracks room for a couple hours, get them hanging out with like-minded in like-minded people and working together as a team and building their network and building a family. Yeah. And, and see, I was asking those questions. I've been following you guys on Instagram for a little while and this episode will be a lot of listeners first time experience hearing about the Patriots and what you guys got going on. So I wanted just to flesh that out a little bit because when this episode drops um, all your socials will be tagged in it. And I want people to have an idea once they get into it, so they know exactly what they're getting into. So I think what yeah. you guys have going is incredible. And tell, what are some really noticeable experiences that have come out of this? We'll start with Chris on this one. What is something that is really um, that you've got out of this and some, something you'll always treasure about your experience so far with Patriots? Well, <clears throat> definitely first one is my skill level has exponentially gotten better because of the uh, – just the, the amount of ice time that we got, um, the donate, the donated ice that we got, that we got from, um, San Diego ice arena, the, uh, the volunteer coaching that we got from the, the in-house coach. That was, uh, you know, that was phenomenal. It was a sleigh fest. Might as well have been a bag skate for the first hour. It was <laughs> rough, but, needless to say it did get me better because that was something that i i needed i never had a coach growing up but um definitely the uh the other the other thing would be just having that like zach said going out and getting out of the getting out of the barrack getting out of the house for the vets um giving us that that connection again um because not only is it hockey with the the team aspect but also our military um you know, comrades or yeah. you know, camaraderie that we can build for, or uh, relive yeah. through that. Yeah. And then uh, 
getting to go to all like all kinds of different places for tournaments was was great too yeah absolutely i could completely understand that just having that brotherhood and something to strive for together as a goal having all that set up i completely understand that zach what what stood out to you about your experience with the patriots so far oh man um i would say growing from that little timid 19 year old kid from that would just drop in whenever he could to pretty much being one of the three or four people that's running the entire program. Yeah. And uh, I would say one of the experiences was probably my first tournament I ever went to with the program was the armed services hockey association, uh, Vegas tournament in 2015, where we won our division and it was insane. I mean, we won with like 10 seconds left in the game. It was absolutely bonkers. I mean, I wasn't even 21 at the time, but it was, it was insane. It was crazy. And that, that is one of the experiences I'll always have forever. Um, see another experience, another really good one, I would say, is just all the people, all the dudes that I've met playing. Uh, every single one of these guys is an upstanding dude. I mean, I'd block a shot for anybody or, you know, do any, any if anybody, if any of them are in a, ever in a bind, like, yo, I got a flat tire on the side of the road. You know what? It's, it's kind of one of those things or even like, Hey, I got swooped up by the cops. I need some bail money. You know, it's time to rally up the boys, but you know, it's, it's the people, the people I've met along the way. Yeah. And see, that's, that's one of the wonderful things about the hockey community. You, it's just, you get your, especially like when you get your team, you got your guys, you got your brothers that will get you out of those situations. They understand. And yeah. it's, it's something that's, it's hard to replace. So I completely, I completely get that. So throw out, do you guys have numbers? Do you guys have assigned numbers or your favorite numbers that you use? Um, I wear 33 on Patriots and that's for no particular reason. I tried to wear 83 at first and then 83 was taken I tried to wear 13 with my second option and 13 was taken. And so I just sat there on the phone with the very first captain with Marv. I was like, well, who's a cool hockey player? And I was just like thinking at the time who, like who was playing for the Kings. I was just like a badass. I was like, Willie Mitchell. I was like, all right, I'll wear 33. And then that's how I got 33. Awesome. Okay. I'm down with that. And Patrick Waugh for all you avalanche fans out there. Yeah. The, the goat. Chris, what about you? What number are you rocking out there? Uh, for the Patriots, I got 31, which was because, um, my, my MOS or military occupation specialty was 0331. So a machine gunner. So I was like, nice. all right, well, I'll be a 31. And then I realized that that's like the goalie number for every single beer league goalie. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, sucks suck. I'm the 31 here. <laughs> Cause I signed in first, damn it. <laughs> um, but I got a number 10 just in case someone gets too butthurt and doesn't want to, doesn't want to play without their, their number. Um, but out here in Maryland where I'm playing beer leagues, um, I'm sticking to 22. 22. And you mentioned Maryland. I was, this was about to segue into my next point. Are you still under the Patriots branch in Maryland? Does this expand out or is it, are there other options for say, 
listeners who are also active duty, former active duty, that are looking for something like this? Yes. Um, actually, okay. So the first answer is no. They're um, not part of the patri- under the um, the Patriots umbrella because we haven't expanded outside of Southern California yet. Uh, if I could get a you know a, a team of about fifteen plus two goalies of the same skill level, might might think it might have some conversations about that. But as of right now, I'm not uh, I'm not looking at that right now. Um, but there are plenty of other just uh, like veteran or military <clears throat> teams out in the DMV area. Like off the top of my head, I can think of at least four. Um, the one that I'm particularly attached to is the District Warriors. So for those that don't know, the Warriors, the Warrior uh, status, so to speak, is you have to be a veteran and you have to have a disability rating in order to play on the, that team that you can play on the team, but not at the war, not under the warriors um, tournaments, so to speak. Okay. Yeah. And uh, just so for all the listeners, like there's there, like one of the great things about going to all these veterans tournaments and, you know, going to the, the armed services hockey association tournaments and, you know, playing in all these charity games is you get to meet teams from all over the country. You, I mean, there, I could probably, I like I could probably name at least 50 teams all over the country, like that are veteran teams, you know, like there's the Colorado Warriors, the St. Louis Warriors, Florida Panther Warriors, uh, skate for the 22 in Massachusetts. Um, who else is there? Yeah, there's Veterans Hockey United as well. And those those guys are cool. I should hook you up with those guys, Kyle. They're they're they 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 take like a veteran or active duty guy and they help find you a team near you. So it's like, hey, my name's Zach. I just moved to Maryland. They I had type up an email to VHU. VHU's like, hey, we know these three teams in Maryland. We'll give you their email and phone numbers. And so that's all they do. And they also do all these tournaments all over the place. I just got back from a tournament in Detroit with those guys for the Barstool roller hockey tournament. Yeah. Yeah. You were out there with that. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was there with the, uh, with VHU. That's incredible. Yeah. I uh, yeah. just got done watching their, uh, their little mini docs they did about that tournament out there. So that was an incredible tournament. Yeah. It was, it was a time. If you ever get a chance to go to that next, to go to the one next year. Definitely recommend it. It was a time, even if you're not a roller guy. Like, I think we look because we were really like the only team that was like beer league ice hockey guys. Yeah. Like everybody else was like college level pro guys. They, they, you know, they play roller in the summer. So they're like used to it. But we were like true beer league ice guys that put very little into training for that roller tournament. But it was still, oh my god, it was still a blast. Detroit, Greek Town, Detroit is a time. Yeah, uh, yeah, it looked like a time, and knowing the guys from Barstool were out there, I can just imagine it was a time times two. Yeah. Well, man, that's those are incredible, and see, like, and I wanted for the listeners because we've had we've had many people on that have had different stories, and the stories inspire those that are listening. So if somebody was sitting there wanting that camaraderie, that brotherhood, and that something to focus on uh, goal-oriented, 
what you guys have going on is fantastic. If you're in the the well, mostly SoCal Central, Southern California, yeah, San Diego and the Inland Empire, Riverside, Corona area, and you could follow the Instagram. It'll be tagged in this episode post. Check on yep. the and if you are abroad and not in that area, uh, look VHU. Uh, they will hook you up. And guys, before we get everything wrapped up. I want you guys to throw your individual socials and where they can find you and the Patriots going forward. We'll start with Chris. Uh, Instagram, Chris Markowski. And uh, same thing with Facebook, Chris Markowski. Try to keep it simple. <laughs> I don't blame you there. I don't blame you there. And Zach. Uh, my Instagram, I had to look it up. I really don't post much. It's uh, Zach Daniel 33 That's it and again we you will find the patriots tagged in this post go give them yeah, a like and give them a follow and give and share this cause because they got some really good stuff going on so loving what you guys are doing thanks man thanks for letting us on for sure yeah absolutely i've been loving you guys instagram posts and i've been wanting to get this story out there so i'm honored that you guys would come on and again thank you for everything you've done in the service yeah Hey, can I drop one more thing before we leave? Absolutely. So for anybody that's listening in Southern California, or even, you know, even if you're not in SoCal, we got a charity game on October 23rd with the Ontario rain. You get two, two games for the price of one. So you get to watch the rain play the goals, which should be a pretty good game. And then Patriots was playing the LAPD right after. Whoa. That'll be that'll be so cool. Okay. So yeah. Even if you don't want to go, you can still buy a ticket, you can donate it back, and then we'll we'll find we'll find veteran families to give it to. And I'll, I'll be uh if you guys post any of that on your Instagram, I'll be throwing it through here in Puckburg as well. Awesome. I'll get I'll get that out there most definitely. So October 23rd, you guys get on the Google machine. Yeah. Find all your information. This this sounds. I mean, rain and goals, and you got you got Patriots, and then or is it is Patriots versus LAPD? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That'll be that'll be a humdinger. That'll be incredible. Yeah. You get to see you get to see me with my hair combed. You get to see me wearing a suit because I'm going to be coaching the game. Oh, be up there with the clipboard, yelling at the refs, kicking garbage cans. Yeah, kicking garbage cans. <laughs> so. And again. Uh, thank you so much, Chris. Thank you so much, Zach. Thank you guys for coming on and sharing your story. And uh, if you guys, if this is your first time stopping by here in Puckburg, you can find the show on Twitter at HPuckburg on Twitter. Here in Puckburg on Instagram, underscore in between the words. If you have your own puck tale you'd like to share, um, it's here in Puckburg podcast at bellyupsports.com. And uh, again, thank you guys for coming by. And we will see everyone else real soon.